Okay. Are you recording? <clears throat> we are recording. Okay. So, Alan, um, have you ever been used dating apps? Yeah, of course. What I met Andrew on Grinder. You did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh wow, that's the true yeah, love at, story at, of at university. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I met a lot of people on Grinder, but there's one called most a... of their names I never caught. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what it's meant for. Yeah, no, yeah. I understand. That's the idea. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So. We, there's one called a coffee meets bagel or something. Coffee Have meets heard? bagel. That was called. What mm-hmm. is that? It's like, I don't know. Do you know what it's like? <laughs> I used it once. Okay. And essentially, the women are the coffee and the men are the bagel, I believe what? is the that concept. I know. I think weird. maybe it's reversed. But essentially, the women are the ones who reach out. Kind of like Bumble. Like you oh, have okay. to, you oh, have they, to so they put the women in a position where they're the ones showing the interest yeah. rather than the men having to reach out. But yes. don't you have to like buy bagels or something to move forward? Something there's like, like, yeah, there's my memory is oh, girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many of them. <laughs> it's very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's this new one. Uh-huh. Well, I don't even know if it's new. Mm. What new is it called? Me. I think it's called Feld, like F-E-L-D. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it's for people exploring their sexuality. And how perhaps do you know about they this? Know, perhaps they don't know where they want to go, but uh-huh. it's open. It's open is yes. the idea. Yes. Someone sent this to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly. Why did they so send this to you? I don't know. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> And what do you do on this app? <laughs> I don't JB? know. I haven't joined it yet. You haven't yet. 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 Yes, yeah. but you will. So what are people exploring on Feld? So many things I don't even know, to be honest. But if you're so like, many you if don't you're know. like polyamorous like curious, mm-hmm. apparently this is the place uh-huh. to go. Or, uh-huh. or if you're looking for <laughs> another partner in your, you know... Yeah, yeah. Wait, do you know thing. about this? I've heard of it. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are or you if you want to join a... You liar. <laughs> if you want to join a couple, yes. I guess. If you want to experiment... With what? I know, with toys. Uh-huh. Well, all of, all of the of things... All the things. That I guess would be considered... Taboo. Uh, taboo. Kinks? Yeah, yeah kinks. kinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it like, um, come to my house and we'll you know, pop balloons together or something. Yes. Probably. Really? Could pro- have, it seems yeah. to be really open mm-hmm. to wow. all these things. Yeah. Wow. Alon's just giving me... I laughing because Alon's You put your profile on the things that you would, you know, be interested oh. in exploring and then people can either reach out to you or you reach out to them. All right. New Year, New You, JP. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I want to hear all the details. Thanks to that to me. Yes. <laughs> What's her name? Bibi? Mixie? <laughs> <laughs> Bibi? Mixie. <laughs> Mixie. Mixie. Minx. <laughs> this is Rob Cod. Yes. We're welcome. back. <laughs> We're back. This is the first recording of the year. I'm guessing this is going to be played as like the third episode. I think this is going to be episode three. Well, I we don't make commitments when it comes to that, but it's the yeah. very first time we've welcome sat down to back, record. Alan. Welcome back, JB. Thank you. You look amazing. I always do. So do you. Extra, extra good. Yeah, time. yeah. Well, Dr. Eidelman. And so does Malia. Aw. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome. So Malia McNaughton is here with Made by Malia. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to have you as our very first guest of the year. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Let's so get today into we're going to talk about seizing opportunity because if there's one thing when you think of Malia, it is that. 
She is a Feld. force to be reckoned with. Felt this seizing Feld. opportunity. <laughs> yes. yes. I would agree with yes. that. Yes. 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 Yeah. Seize it, so JB. We're going to talk about your career a little bit. Um, mm. And I think one of the things that I love about you is you're so open and honest when it comes to talking about your work and you know, making it, not making it. Mm-hmm. And um, your kinks, apparently, too. And your kinks, which <laughs> we'll get into that, too, apparently. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Sorry, we didn't prep you on that part. <laughs> so I think we start with, backstory of your brand tell mm-hmm. us why how you ended up in jewelry mm-hmm. okay the short or the long version <laughs> well give us the short one, okay. darling we'll get into this <laughs> yeah I this guess. is yeah. this is not long form journalism we're doing right here. okay also though your nails i just noticed thank you yeah they're pretty thank sick you. they're very thank sick thank you thank you it's like they're like cartoon cartoon pop art wow. yes love it thank you i have to take a picture of that and I, oh this was what we were going to talk about I will post a picture of that because this year I'm actually doing every that. Every time, let, oh, let, let, <laughs> every single goddamn time that <laughs> we have recorded. She's taking a picture now. Oh, I, yeah, well, yeah. she does that. <laughs> she does do that part sometimes. But this is I what happens. usually. Th- this is what happens. Okay, every time okay. we're supposed to post anything related to the pod to promote the pod on IG and all that. I don't do it. She does not do it. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, you're wearing such cool I jewelry. I did one I time. Photo. Mem- what the, was the one time? Oh, we were what talking, was the one time? I will tell you. I would love to know. Because I remember, because I did do it one time. The glory hole ring. You did post earrings. that. Oh. The earring. Oh. Glory, glory hole earrings. earrings. You did post oh, that. Look at that. You did, did post that. But every what other time. What else do you need to post besides <laughs> glory hole yes, earrings, Yes, that's right. Guys. But that's the only time she's ever done it. Okay. And every time we do this, they're like, guys, don't worry. We'll post it we'll on post the IG. It. There's no nothing. Well, New you, Year, New Year. You know what else I did post? This is... I posted two things. I also posted that link to the Erica Jane jewelry. Yes, you did. No, did you actually post I did. That? I did. Okay, you linked it? I linked it okay. in the stories. Mm. I tagged the, the people. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. Amazing. Two you very did two quality things. things. I mm-hmm. have faith that you're going to post this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. New Just Year, New Year. Just make her do it. Yes. Remind her. I will. Joining yeah. Felden posting on. <laughs> <laughs> Popping balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, back to Malia. <laughs> back to Malia. <laughs> this is going great. Yeah, this, this is, is amazing. Okay, backstory. Yes. So the backstory of how I started the brand, um, I have a fashion background. So I went to school for fashion, thought that's what I Where'd wanted to do. Uh, Florida State University. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I studied fashion merchandising, product development, thought I wanted to be an editor or a stylist. Mm-hmm. You would have been good at that. I, I think you. You always turn amazing. it out. Thank you. you. She yeah. always turns out every look. She always dresses to the nines. Thank yeah. you. Always. Tell the fashion industry they lost a good one. But <laughs> yes. So. I tell good. them <laughs> So I worked in fashion. Um, one of the first people that I styled as an intern was Nicki Minaj before she was. What? The, really? She was right on the cusp of her stardom, wow. um, right before the MTV Awards. And I had the opportunity to style her for an was indie magazine. When she was hanging out with Jeffree Star, did you know that they used to hang out? No, did you know I that didn't they did that. a song together? I did not. Yes, no. wow. she cut a track on one of his. What happened to songs. Jeffree Star? Mm. Oh, so many scandals. Yes. So many things are wrong. Really, so many things are I wrong. He's Google been canceled many, many times. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, many, 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 many times. I'm writing this in my notebook. Yeah, yes. good. Take notes. But so, anyway, yeah. So I styled her and assisted styling her, and that was really a really cool experience. Amazing. Um, 
but I realized very quickly that styling probably wasn't for me mm -hmm. um, in that context with, you know, um, she was a great client, but I just realized the industry politics, I just, that yeah. wasn't for me. So then I worked. You're very level-headed and chill. I, thank so you. I can see why. Thank I used to be you. in fashion too. And yes. Yeah. So you better. know, thank you. You, yeah. you know, you know the environment. <laughs> so then I went on to um, work as an assistant buyer. I worked at Nicole Miller. Mm -hmm. Not the best work environment there. Damn. Um, yeah, and so that really damn Nicole jaded me. She's a sweetheart, but the people that she had working with her at the time just really put me through Devil Wears Prada. Oh. Really? Um, yeah, and so, so dumb. it was so unnecessary because I worked really hard because mm -hmm. it's like, I know I'm meant to be here. Mm -hmm. So then I moved on to another company. It was like a boutique um, trunk show type of um, company. It was called Worth. Mm -hmm. um, they used to be a part of like Carlisle or similar to like that type of um, catalog type of company. Mm -hmm. Moved on from there, just decided that I wanted to start my own thing. Didn't know what that was, but while I was working there and very unsatisfied in my crea creative endeavors, mm -hmm. I just made a body chain for an, for an event I was going to. Fast forward, made the body chain, worked to the event, kept getting stopped. It was like an outdoor music festival. And so my friends were like, you are onto something. Mm. I really think you're mm. onto something. Mm. We've been stopped now five times for this <laughs> chain you have wow. on. And so people wanted to buy it off of me. Like, I'll, wow. I'll give you the money and you give it to me. And I was like, no, wow. this is my thing. I finally found my thing. So after, afterwards, we went to brunch, and they're like, you're really onto something. I think you should call it Made by Malia. And the minute it came off my friend's tongue, I was like, that's it. Like, that was Made my aha Malia. moment. That was it. And so I started the brand with one piece. It was a body chain, sold it on Etsy for about a year. Had, like, maybe four or five sales. It was very dismal. That's but amazing, I just, though. I was just trusting that, like, I'm onto something. And then I got invited to music festivals to sell my jewelry. Got nice. shot by Vogue um, for an editorial for Afropunk that they were doing out there. Was on the cover cool. story for that. So I was like, oh, amazing. wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> I'm onto something. Um, and so I just went with it. And so yeah. here we are. Nine years later. Wow, nine years, that's it. Nine wow. years. Wow. Did you we think it was longer? Skyrocketed. <laughs> well, I mean, it honestly, like it, it, takes, it takes a long time mm -hmm. in this yeah. business to get any amount of recognition, really. I mean, we know people who've been in this business 20, 30 years mm -hmm. who haven't had that much of an opportunity to present themselves to the world. So I'm impressed that you did that in nine. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I think, yeah, you mm -hmm. really, like... Well, since we met, I think we met in 2020. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, on the phone. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have skyrocketed. So Thank yeah, you. nine years, it's like nothing. That's incredible. Thank you. That means and a lot. then you did Demi Fine. I did Demi Fine. That yeah. was mm -hmm. my introduction to the jewelry industry because at the time I was finding my way. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, a self funded brand and so Demi Fine was my way to like experiment mm -hmm. because I was also self-taught mm -hmm. my background is fashion mm -hmm. but I'm product development based so I knew that I could reverse engineer anything that I wanted to create mm -hmm. and so I started hand making my pieces um, I would assemble the chains I would solder I would do all of that wow. and then I you know didn't go to didn't take any classes just mm -hmm. out of just cur uh, curiosity pure curiosity well you took my class I did. I did take your class, <laughs> and it was very educational. Thank I'm you saying. so much. Um, and so, yeah, and so I just kept going from there. And then I had the opportunity to kind of venture into uh, more precious metals, and yeah. I really let my creative juices run wild. So so let's talk about the earrings you're wearing, the progression earrings. Yes. Iconic. Which are, Thank you. Are mm -hmm. iconic. Yeah. Thank you. So gorgeous. They come in all sizes. They do. 
And I think... Will the, you post those, JB? I just wrote it on my <laughs> notebook, which is my new thing, wow. which I will post. Um, but there's a, there's a picture of you mm-hmm. in the earrings, the large ones. Yes. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like, what the who is, what are these? These are amazing. And those are iconic now, but Thank really you. like put you into a, you know, a very visible space, I think. And what we just learned is that this was intentional. Yes. Tell us about those earrings and why, how. Clever girl. Yeah, Thank you did clever. a clever thing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I had a friend who was a stylist. Um, his name is Marcus. He's from Chicago. He's amazing. And he, when I was uh, first m- selling my pieces, he was like, I would love to put your jewelry on some of the celebrities that I'm working with, but they're just very small and dainty, and so they'll get lost. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. He was like, I would recommend you make something statement, Mm-hmm. And then I would definitely place it on someone. And I was like, okay, say less. And so I hadn't made earrings at the point at that point. And so I knew I wanted to make a hoop and I wanted to reimagine a hoop. hoop hoops are very statement for me. Um, hoops are statement for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to first venture into that. And so when I was playing with the concept of the progression hoops, I wanted to do something that was like circular and at first they were like round balls, but then I was like, I want to do something flat so that they have a better profile. Um, And so that's how I came up with... And it's like the phases of the moon. It is. So it's the phases of the moon. It's also, I wanted to show the transition and progression of myself as a designer, myself as a creative. Um, And so... I was going to ask why progression? Yes. So I wanted to, to... basically show the progression of my career. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so it's a metaphor for that as well. And then yeah. you took another big leap aesthetically. Yes. Because of me. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. You elevated my visuals for sure. Oh, my God. Yes, I took oh my your God, class. Thank you, Malia. I wasn't at all. No. We haven't talked this. about Alon enough yet. So no, I'm ready, no. To, I'm ready to plug it. Um, so... Um, Yes, I took your class and it mm-hmm. was very helpful um, for me at that time. Photography, I knew, was a, a pain point mm-hmm. um, for the business because, again, self-funded girly here. Yep. Um, and so I didn't want that to um, hold back my mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. from people connecting with the pieces that I was making because I knew from my editorial fashion background, I'm like, if this just had better photography... It would yes. take off. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and so with the classes totally. that I took... Um, I'm glad you realized that. Absolutely. A lot of people don't. don't. Oh, really? A lot of people oh. don't. And Girl. It's, it is. It makes so much difference. It does. It's, 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 I mean, I always say this to... I don't know how many times I've said this on the pod. You're in the luxury business. Right. Uh, yeah. It, that comes with certain trappings. Absolutely. Visuals are everything and, in absolutely. the luxury business. Yeah. When I'm doing the Instagram for Jewelry Week, oftentimes I'll see a picture of an earring and I'll like it. I'll be like, oh my God, I love that earring or I love that ring. And then I'll try to find a good picture of it. Mm-hmm. And I can't. And I just cross it off the list. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yes. forget it. It's Not a pain point it. for us because we're so busy being creative in one way that then, you know, I had a hard time. And that's why his uh, class was so helpful. I had a hard time flipping it to the creativity of how do I capture what I have mm-hmm. in my mind mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make it translate with the yeah. limited resources that I have. Yes, yes. But I love that. I felt comfortable knowing that I could use what I already had. I did go out and buy an expensive camera after oh, the did. class, mm-hmm. but I liked that I knew how to use my phone. So now I, I do use my phone more than Amazing. I use that camera. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was helpful to have that as a as a reference point yeah. for sure. Amazing. So you created this amazing statement earring, became yeah. known for that, mm-hmm. and then you transit because of Alon's class. Yes. Then you transitioned <laughs> from demi fine into fine. Yes. 
Tell us a little bit about that. It seemed to happen overnight. It, like now yeah. when we think of you, we're like, right. fine jeweler. I, I remember yeah. sort of, you know, thinking of Malia, her earrings and some of her rings and other pieces I've seen from her. Then suddenly I'm at Greenwich Street Jewelers and I see like the sickest diamond so necklace sick. in the window. Aww. And then uh, Jennifer Gandia is like, oh, that's Malia. Yes. And I was like, mm. what? <laughs> I love Greenwich Street. Uh, I mean, go, people should go and check it out. Maybe we yeah. can link it. Maybe we can post it. Let me put it on my list. <laughs> yes, put it, add it yeah. to the list. Link yes. I, uh-huh. I see you writing. Yes. Confirmed. It's done. Uh, I've seen that before too, Malia. <laughs> no, this is new. Okay. I usually don't write it down. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> so the way that I transitioned into fine was I knew, I remember I was speaking to you before um, JB and you kind of asked like, what's next? Or like yeah. kind of mentioned like you're right on the cusp. Like, what do you think will kind of take you to that mm-hmm. next space? Mm-hmm. And I knew I had to get into fine jewelry um, because I had a friend of mine who was in finance and he said to me, he's like, with the level of talent that you have, you would have to sell thousands and thousands and thousands of these demi-fine, you know, semi-precious jewelry in order to get yourself any movement in your career. Because of the margins. Because of the margins. You're self-funded. How are you going to make that leap? It's going to take you way too long. Mm -hmm. And when he broke it down to me like that, I was like, you're right. I I do think my talent is worth more than what I've... This was my entrance point. Like, this Mm -hmm. was the point that I could enter the market. But where I see myself going, I can't stay here. And so that was what kind of triggered that for me. And the universe would have it that... um, Adrian Sonigo, uh, who's a gemologist in um, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I met her through an organization that I'm a part of now, VIJC. Wait, and she lives in Philly? She does. I thought she lived here. No. In New York. No. Mm. Oh, I know. She's here often enough. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. So I call her my fairy gem godmother because I had mentioned to her that I wanted to get into diamonds, precious metals. Um, and so she mentioned that there was a program that she heard about that was looking for emerging designers. Would I be interested in mm-hmm. applying? Mm-hmm. It's like, absolutely. So she sends me over the application. I apply. Um, and this is my this is my perfect like opportunity to kind of showcase what I could do with diamonds. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that program was sponsored by uh, Lorraine Schwartz and um, the Natural Diamond Council, Mm -hmm. the Emerging Designer Diamond Initiative. And so that allowed me to get connected with diamond suppliers, meet my current manufacturers um, in the fine jewelry space. And so it was everything that I needed at that moment. And in, in that opportunity, they asked me if I wanted to also design a collection that would then be worn by Honor mm. de Amas, um, yeah. the Bond girl. Nice. Um, yes. And so, on a yacht. Yes, on, on a, a yacht. yacht. In the commercial. In, really? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, yes. Thank you. And so that was like, okay, I have to go all out. And so I did an 11-piece collection for that. Mm. And then I did another five piece collection for the designer initiative so this was like a two p two part collection my first time using diamonds mm-hmm. and i really knew i had to go all out and i did i didn't hold anything you nailed back it. thank you as you yeah. should thank now, you now speaking of that that's a phenomenal opportunity thank right? you yeah. and you killed it and i'm so impressed by your talent and your overall vision for your brand and the collections that you're putting out i think it's so next level and such a step above from you know not to ever disparage your older work your older work is brilliant thank you but uh it's such a step above from the milieu that i knew back Mm -hmm. i believe we first met in 2020 something like that yes i want to talk to you about other such opportunities Mm -hmm. that have come to a lot of black designers, BIPOC designers. In 2020. In 2020 specifically. Absolutely. And 
<clears throat> there was at the time kind of this fervor from the industry from all ends of it of like oh shit we've done nothing we've done we've nothing, done nothing for black ever ever, to ever. Support, <laughs> you know jewelers of color wait wait a minute <laughs> wait and uh, you know and then oh wait there's a world out there there's exactly a whole other world. and their solution is then well get us a list of of every black you know right you know that's right. sort of what it felt like yeah, that is and and give them money or make them do this design mm-hmm. for us etc this that and the other thing yes. right and I've heard so many stories mm-hmm. from designers of color during that time who have taken on such opportunities mm-hmm. and then have, yeah. you or know, were overwhelmed by overwhelmed, overwhelmed by them. Overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. For some, it's gone really, really well. Mm-hmm. For others, it's left them in a hole financially, mm-hmm. yeah. and and they're still trying to climb out yep. of that hole. Yep. And so it was a lot was done quite kind of recklessly, quickly, irresponsibly. Yes. yes. What was your experience? I'm sure you had a million people reaching out to you during that time mm-hmm. because you're a well-known sort of in the city mm-hmm. and a very talented designer. I'm sure people were clamoring to get you involved in their programs. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's your take on this as a whole? No, yeah. I, I think For this is such everyone. a phenomenal question and it's such a, a point that I've been trying to make over the last two years in mm-hmm. the midst of just kind mm-hmm. of doing yeah. my thing but it's something that I recognized very early on mm-hmm. right when the you know we were in the perfect storm we had a pandemic happening mm-hmm. then you know George Floyd Floyd happened mm-hmm. and then all these other instances of um, black injustices happening and I found myself in a space where obviously the pandemic is happening in real time and I'm out protesting and I'm also designing a collection and saying like I can't let my business fail in this moment like because it was very very apparent that that was a possibility but stressful very stressful Mm -hmm. um but I had this this is where I feel like my grit was really fortified because I couldn't let my business fail because it was a very strong possibility because I was still in demi-fine at the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so there was this big push um within the black community to support black um companies Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so that really helped to put me into a lot of spotlight and bring a lot of attention to the brand which was super needed at that time um and then I did notice that fever to kind of you know let's collect you know the black and BIPOC designers and let's just do these things Mm -hmm. but what I felt the missing link was and the missed opportunity was they weren't asking us what we wanted or what we needed they were trying to make us fit into these institutions that already existed without us in consideration. So it felt like you all are still moving in a way that feels performative because Mm -hmm. you're not really asking us what in this moment. It not feels performative, was performative. It was performative. Because all of those initiatives, where are they now in 2023? You know? Right. A lot of them have dissipated Mm -hmm. and no longer exist. But, you know, it really, it was something that I I recognized and I was like, wait a minute. I can't let this opportunity pass me. No, because this is a moment for us to receive the spotlight that we should have had years ago. Right. It shouldn't have taken this. And I remember um, just having a moment where I was like, okay, I am not going to jump on every opportunity. I really Mm -hmm. need to hear what their their ideas are for carrying this out longer than just a moment. Mm Because if it's just a moment, I don't want to be part of it because it does feel like I'm being used. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I did speak up for myself a lot. Um, And in some of those instances, I think it turned some people away because I wasn't Mm -hmm. accepting the bare minimum. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, you've ignored us 
for a very yeah. long time. Now is not the time. Now to, you're throwing crumbs. Now and you're I'm throwing crumbs. And I'm meant to be grateful, yeah. and, to be grateful and, and thankful and to shifting. be here. Well, like you said, I think it forced a lot of jewelers to shift their dream to match the dream of someone else, and that's mm-hmm. not fair. And that's not fair. Yeah. And to your point, it does put people in debt because here you are, you're not recognizing the the challenges that a lot of these designers were in pre-pandemic, and so now you mm-hmm. have a pandemic. And then you have people saying to you, this is a great opportunity. Now put yourself in more debt to do this. And I have no idea what the outcome is going to be. But this Mm -hmm. is what I know will put you in a position to win. And it's like, are you sure? Can we talk about this? Who's advocating for me on the other side? And so, you know, it was important for me to be a part of the decision making of those um, opportunities. Because when I went into these rooms, it's like, no one looks like me. Like, no one looks like me, but you're saying you're doing this for me. How? Right. And you, you as a designer need to be worried about the longevity of your brand, Absolutely. right? Not worried about this immediate project. Or right being associated with some yeah. sort of bigger industry uh, sort of player yeah. for sake of PR right. too. And then putting yourself in a potentially really difficult position as well. Yeah. That you can't come the, out of. But yeah. you really, within the NDC Emerging uh, Diamond Initiative, you really help spearhead mm-hmm. how that played out Mm -hmm. from what I understand yes no and that would be accurate um and so yes that was one of the the opportunities that you know when I spoke with them the thing that I was appreciative of is that they did let me kind of share some of my like initial thoughts like this Mm -hmm. is a great opportunity but hey can we kind of talk about some of the other ways that this could help or you know they allowed me to kind of um voiced my opinions on the direction that it could potentially take other mm-hmm. designers mm-hmm. after because we were the initial mm-hmm. group and mm-hmm. so there was some um there was some conversation around how can this be better and i think that they were open to what that could look like mm-hmm. um they didn't shut the door on that and that's what i was thankful for because initially i was like hey guys this this could be a lot better, and I and I have heard from the more recent cohort that they did take some of that advice into the new groups. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel good. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't for naught, and I didn't just mm-hmm. like scream. Yeah, into you the laid abyss. the foundation. Thank yeah. you. So, how did you decide what was right for you as yeah, a small as, business? And sort of to any designer who's been put in that position, what was your process? What were the questions that you had asked? How did you try your best to sort of avert mm-hmm. being you know, tokenized and being put in a potentially really precarious spot? Absolutely. So what I did was I weighed the pros and cons of each opportunity that came about to say, okay, I don't have PR dollars. So could this potentially put me in a position where then I can maximize ex- my exposure mm. and then I could get an opportunity that would be most beneficial for mm-hmm. me. So I did play a little bit of um, devil's advocate on like, what what do I have to give a little bit more than I would want to, but never compromising my, you know, who I am in my authentic voice, mm-hmm. but then also venturing enough so that I could get something that I needed, which was exposure, which is PR backing, which mm-hmm. is, you know, photography or, you know, just exposure in general, being exposed to new vendors, um, them handholding you and walking you into these um 
manufacturing that you would not otherwise have access to. Mm -hmm. Like my manufacturer now, had I just walked off the street, first of all, I wouldn't have found him. Second of all, he would have not given me the terms that we have. Mm -hmm. So for that, I'm grateful because that's yeah. what I've been able now to leverage. Um, I've had opportunities to work with um, Banter, who's owned by Signet, and they have been phenomenal partners. And they had the idea to collaborate with an emerging um, black designer. And so that was a really great opportunity for me because it was exactly what I thought the industry could do as a whole. Mm -hmm. It's like, here you are with this mega company, this mega yeah. brand. Mm -hmm. If you just allow someone to design a capsule collection, A, you give them exposure. A, you introduce your current consumers to a new mm -hmm. voice and a new aesthetic that they might be looking for. People are yeah. craving creativity. That's why they go to indie designers because yes. they want something a little different than the mass-produced yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. So I thought that that was a win-win yeah. and they've been phenomenal. And that's it through Piercing Pagoda. Piercing right? Pagoda, And yep. how many stores? 550 <clears throat> stores. That's crazy. I know. Um, Tierra Wack was the creative director. I met her in a very um, series of amazing events that, um, you know, once I had agreed to do that um, design program, um, or not program, but I had, you know, been brought on to design for them, I met her at a concert. And, I, and my friend, who's an A&R for a different record label, was like, hey, would you like to go backstage? And I'm like, absolutely, I would love to meet her. Because I just wanted to like add that to my story. Like, How yeah. cool is it that I've signed the contract to be on this you know, um, this project, mm -hmm. and then now I'm about to meet the artist with no, she, you know, she doesn't know who I am. So I get backstage and she's like, I know who you are. And I'm like, uh, what? Like that's the first words wow. out of her mouth. And my wow. friends look at me like, wait, this is not how this is supposed to go. Oh so God. that was really cool. We took a photo together. I was showing her some of the initial sketches I had. Mm -hmm. And so she's just been a phenomenal person to work with. So I'm, that was like highlight of my career so far. Amazing. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Are you amazing. rich now? Oh, I'm rich adjacent. I'm sitting across from you, darling. Yes, you are. <laughs> that's a good answer. That is a very good answer. <laughs> I love it. I yes. love that. No, good for you. Um, you. I assume that having have done all of those things has now put you in a position where you do have more leverage than you did before. Absolutely. As far as engaging in those kinds of partnerships and that sort of thing. Um, I... You know, I, I don't pretend to know every program that's out there and what every sort of major retailer or design house is doing, but it seems to me very much that sort of come midpoint 2021, a lot of those programs had vanished, really. Yes, and do. I don't hear anybody talking about sort of designers of color much anymore. Is that your experience as well? That's accurate. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. have to, I feel like I'm in a position now where I'm reminding folks. Um, and there's some other initiatives out there in different industries like fashion um, mm. that they are putting these companies to the test. Like, hey, remember what you said 2020? Don't be so quick to forget because we still need that support. We still need mm. yeah. that exposure. But like I, one year of support one doesn't year. make up for and, and never having been ever again. Right. And so Listen, now we've gone back to where we exactly. started. Exactly. Yeah. Yesterday was MLK Day. Right. And one of my favorite quotes from him has always been, because Americans love to talk about sort of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, right. which is very much the attitude in this country, right. which is like fine to a point. Fine to a point. Yeah. If you have boots. Yeah. And that's what he said. And that's what MLK said. He yeah. said that, you know, um, that's fine sentiment to have, pulling it yourself up by your bootstraps, but you have a population of people here who've been left bootless, right. yeah. really, right. from years of oppression. So what do you expect yeah. them to do? 
Exactly. Really. Uh, I also am really curious to know about the partnerships that you did engage with. Do you still have like plans in the future to work with them? Like, are there still future collaborations coming or, yes. or the, was that sort of a one and done thing? No. So for some of them, we are in talks of doing, um, other collaborations. That's good. Um, so with banter, again, they've been phenomenal partners. Mm -hmm. I've been able to visit six of the 550 stores Damn. and I just love the, the team wow. there, both at their stores and corporate. And so we've talked about what other collaborations could look like. So for me, it feels like a long-term commitment with them, which that's is wonderful. comforting. That's, that's so really um, wonderful. And, and I hope that that's mirrored in other you know, um, companies in the industry, mm -hmm. but I would agree with you. A lot of those initiatives, they came and they went just as quickly. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate because it was such an opportunity for the industry to be exposed to new talent. I came up in that, in that arena exactly. and had I not had that exposure, who knows if I would yeah. have had the opportunity this to design. This is what people don't understand about any of this is for any industry, mm -hmm. certainly a creative design based industry like ours, it, there is nothing that comes of it in the long term if we're not constantly introducing new talent right. into We don't really product. do that, though. No, we don't do that. Well, and Jewelry it's, Week does. Jewelry, Jewelry Week, week absolutely does. does. Jewelry Week but. does. JB and Bella do that. But it's very interesting to me because what you end up getting is a lot of the same stuff because mm -hmm. you keep introducing yeah. the same people from the same backgrounds right. into the industry over and over, over and, and over, over again. Yep. <clears throat> Fashion yeah. is by no means perfect right. as a kind of space for you know, anybody who is, doesn't come from that particular kind of circle. But my goodness, at, at least there are, there's more of a recognition there mm -hmm. that um, of saying, like, we need people from different backgrounds with different aesthetic sensibilities right. contributing to design because that's what keeps us alive. That's, mm -hmm. And that's what also helps us grow the business yep. and the industry further out. Like, more yeah. people, uh, you have an opportunity to make more people jewelry fans in general the more different kinds of aesthetics you introduce. Agreed. So it's it's a really self-defeating kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. this kind of insecure, overprotective mm -hmm. kind of gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. You know, real real power is never afraid. That part. Real power is never <laughs> yeah. afraid. Real power does not operate from a place of fear. Agreed. And our industry often operates from a place of fear. Of fear, yeah. Yeah, and it's ultimately self-defeating. It is. But I'm very happy to see you get on as well as you are Thank because you. you're also incredible i mean the biggest and most important part about this is is like don't just like black things for the sake of liking black things right like good things and right. make sure you're not ignoring them because those individuals are black perfectly said and you are one of those people who is just exceptionally talented Thank you. it's you now finally being recognized for it um and, and you're putting in the work all the time. I see what you produce and you are constantly pushing yourself as a designer. I am. Where do you hope your business goes from here? Oh, to the top. Well, yeah, obviously <laughs> that. So I can be rich like you. Yes. <laughs> that is the yeah. goal. Sweetie, nobody can be rich like you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rich adjacent like you. Um, but no, I, my goal for the brand is you know, eventually I do want a storefront. Mm. Initially, mm. I was you like... You want your own shop? I do. You want to I do. open your own store? I do. Oh, my God. Initially, I was like, no, you know, brick and mortar is dead. And I'm like, no. But no, it's not. I want to create an yeah. experience. Yeah. And, and I look forward to creating that um, with my own storefront. Would you have other designers in your shop as well? 
I would. You would? I would. I would allot a certain percentage um, uh-huh. to, to you know, new designers, emerging designers. Yeah, yeah. She said a certain percentage. She's like, it's yeah. a Malia show. It's a Malia yeah. show, for yeah, sure. For sure. Of course. <laughs> it be. As it should be. But I do well, want to create a, a space where other designers I would, can. I would love to see you have a shop. I would Thank too. I would love Where would that. you do it? New York? New York, for Duh. sure. Okay. New York. Where the fuck else is she going to well, do? I don't know. She's got Florida, Florida roots. They're not going back to Florida. You're not going no. back they to Florida. They like Dory in Florida, though. Palm Beach? Well, they Palm can buy Beach. it online. They, yeah, they can buy it online. There you go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. That's true. Um, so, my own storefront, I would love to do a major collaboration. Should I say who it's with? Who I want yes, to do one Yes, put it out into the yes, world. Yes, out into the world. This. Yes. So, um, Elsa Peretti is one of my major of course, of course. influences mm-hmm. of course. and inspirations in the design world. Um, and so, Tiffany has been on my peer view for yeah. pretty uh-huh. pretty long time that would now. Be a good that yes. would be a good so, I think you could do Tiffany and I think with some of your older pieces you could do Schiaparelli. Mm. You could work with yeah. Schiaparelli. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I could see that. Yeah. I don't know if he works with anyone. I don't think he does, <laughs> but with Tiffany I feel like but he will find it and then yeah, he'll find it and he'll steal own. it from you right. and yeah. sell it as his own. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. No. But yeah. no, but with that, that's a fabulous ambition to have. Yes. Do you um just sort of for sake of our audience, which is predominantly independent designers, um, what does your team look like? Is it just, are you still just a one woman show doing all this? Not anymore. Okay, um, good. In 2021, mm-hmm. I hired a virtual assistant mm-hmm. company um, mm-hmm. to help me. So I had four virtual assistants um, when I first brought them on okay. from the advice of a friend. What's the company? Can you tell us? Yeah. Um, virtually Imperative. Mm-hmm. Um, so you all check Just them out. That's a plug. Head. Yes. Yeah, um, so they are um, based. Are we getting a sponsorship? From I know. We, yeah, we, we can reach JB, we can, let's get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can reach let's out. do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're a phenomenal company. And so um, it's woman-led, black woman-led. Nice. And so um, oh, cool. I knew that I needed support. I needed I needed to basically create a foundation for the company to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that me doing it alone, I want to focus on creative. I want to kind of build a foundation and then let it kind of run itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that I had weaknesses. I was aware of those weaknesses. Well, mm. you can't do it all. You no, can't you do can't. it all. Let's be honest. What are some of your weaknesses, Melia? Oh, my goodness. I'm not the most organized person. Really? You did strike me you seem, as that. All, you, you seem, seem like, like you've always together. got it very together. Yeah. Always. Well, that's what he said. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Like all of it. All of it. And I, yeah. and I do think I, I do, but I, I would say that I have... Um, organized chaos in my workflow in mm. my creative process mm. and that's okay but it, it would I wouldn't be able to find things sometimes and so I hired a um, someone to come in and organize my office and mm. so and, and you have a new office I have well, a new, new as of last year yes new oh, as yes. of last year um, a creative space and she helped me create systems and now I know where everything is so now I would say I have everything together because awesome. I, I, I hired someone to do my closet like I'm a pretty organized person now, nice. but that was one of my weaknesses. And with the business, that translated to just, you know, making sure that I had foundational stuff together, like how I reach mm-hmm. out to clients, creating a workflow, creating certain um, um, SOPs so that I knew the system that I wanted to follow mm-hmm. so everything could be mm-hmm. replicated. Yeah. Um, and with a small team, that was important because I can't expect them to read my mind. So that helped kind of make me a stronger leader mm-hmm. because I, I couldn't just rely on, oh, I know it. It's like now I have to help someone else know what yeah. I'm thinking so it's nice. definitely made me a way better 
leader. Do you still make your own jewelry as well? Or do you mainly work with production now? So now I mainly work with production. Um, I realized that also in order to scale that I could not have my hands in the kitchen too much. And then I also, you know, luckily the manufacturer partner that I have now, um, they also handle fulfillment. So oh, that's amazing. I don't have to spend a yeah. whole afternoon packaging orders or running oh, to the wait, city. Oh, wait, who is this? Oh, should we get a plug from oh, them yeah, too? Yeah, should. let's get a sponsor. I just yes. remembered we know them. Andrew, if we don't get sponsored from them, we're cutting this bit. <laughs> um, so Owen from SDC or Made Truly. Yeah. Um, they he is are, a sponsor. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. He's <laughs> phenomenal. We love you. <laughs> he's phenomenal. He He's someone that I was able to bring on as a creative partner um, to allow me to focus on the design aspect. Like once we onboarded, I felt so comfortable kind of trusting that I basically had an extension of my brand. Like I had someone that could handle my fulfillment. So that was huge. You know, so many people in this business, they make really great work. They do it themselves. And a lot of people are designing Mm one-offs, that sort of thing, who are really talented um, like our friend here who gifted me a thing. I'm not going to name her. I name her too much. You, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not naming you Jane. But every, every podcast. Every podcast. I talk shit about this girl. <laughs> she lives around the block. She could come here and just smack There's me one of these all. days. But uh, so super talented. Mm-hmm. And they make these one-offs. And I just so, yeah. for, I for them so wish that, they would do what you figure did. Figure out the production. Figure out the yeah. production. Mm-hmm. And well, just they should call Made Truly. They should. They should call really. Made and Truly. Like, they're doing great things. And I yeah. think as a designer, you can do both, right? Like I yes, have three pillars to my business. One is... You <laughs> Structure, organization. Look at this. She's got a business <laughs> no, plan. Yes. yes. Tell us. Yes. Tell us yes. your three pillars. So my three pillars is um, creative projects. So that would include collaborations. And then I Love. have the custom orders portion mm-hmm. of my brand where I reset... Um, rings and create new designs for clients that are looking for something unique and then I have my website which Mm. has an attainable um, luxury portion which is my demi fine collection and then I have the um, fine collection so I'm just gonna tell you something right now yes Mm. this is what I love about you um I love this about you because you're like me oh yes and (laughs) (laughs) because that is so smart that you just said what you said because a lot of people don't even think in those terms Mm -hmm. getting into this business I say I divide things into threes. Mm-hmm. I have my pillar of creative work mm-hmm. that doesn't pay me really. Right. It's right. editorial, right? right? Do you make mm-hmm. me no money from editorial? Mm-hmm. You're lucky to get somebody to cover the cost of editorial. Right. Usually, mm-hmm. it comes out of my pocket, right? Yeah. Right. That's sort of my investment in my portfolio. Mm-hmm. The commercial, mm-hmm. which is the super attainable sort of services like product photography that mm-hmm. literally anybody can hire us for, and then campaigns, which is actually where we make our money and I always kept those three as sort of separate pillars of the business because it's so important to have structure and organization like that and to have a plan Mm -hmm. based on okay if these are the three pillars this is how I need to allocate my time this is what we need to focus on to get from A to B to Z eventually So I'm so glad you said that. Thank You're going to write a business book. I, ooh, it's going to be called The Three Pillars ooh. with Malia. I love that. Yes. It's funny you say that. I'm actually doing launching courses. In you the, are? Yes. In the next. You, oh, 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 my God. Tell us. What, what are your tell. courses? What are your so, courses? Tell so us. I'm still in the, the building stages, but it's exactly that. I found that Look the the 
work that I've done over the last two and a half, three mm -hmm. years to become a better business owner um, and a creative entrepreneur, I didn't realize how much value there was in that. And, oh, so and in value. speaking so to other emerging designers, I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. there are certain systems you can use, certain websites you can use to automate your business. Mm -hmm. And I want to just really help people mm. find those things because it's made me a stronger well, you know I, I have a course series and oh. you know this is something we can collaborate absolutely on because I, would I have love an that. audience i would well, love I that i also have I a great thing called here we are which yes. i'd love to have you oh yes. i would love be a that part of i would love that at. so let's talk about a pillar that i've added mm -hmm. to your thing community is a really big part of what you do. Yes. You do so much extracurricular work for the community <laughs> yeah. and i love that but it's also like you're not you know, a massive corporation, right? Too, and that's what's really <laughs> impressive about. Yeah, that. how you find the time. Let's talk. Let's start it out with BIJC, the Black and Jewelry Coalition, mm -hmm. which you were helped to found. Yes, I'm a co-founder. I so love tell that. us more about yes. that and why it's important in what you do. Absolutely. So in 2020, um, Alyssa uh, Jenkins Perez, mm -hmm. now married, um, <laughs> slid into my DMs, um, and she's like, "Hey, she wasn't unfelled. No, oh. she was not." <laughs> <laughs> and that's so, not what you meant. She was engaged no. already. I she was engaged then. already. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. if you're on foul, though, <laughs> you never. Right. Does that matter? No. Know. I'm trying to figure out what it's she's true. looking for on felt, and I'm, we're going to get gonna it. You're going to create out. my profile? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. I would love that. Oh, yes. Well, not on felt. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe Bumble or something. Yeah. Um, and so she reached out, and she said that there was um, basically black um, designers and jewelry professionals in general mm -hmm. having these conversations so that we could kind of center the conversation about the needs and the, the desires that we have to kind of um, explore space in the jewelry industry. And so she asked if I would be open to joining the conversation, mm -hmm. and I said, absolutely, join the call. It was a, a bit more, it was maybe 15 people on the call. And then it kind of wind down to being nine mm -hmm. on the call. Mm -hmm. um, and then these calls happen for two every week for about three months. Wow. And then at one point we were like, okay, we should probably make this into something because these conversations are very needed and our voices are not being heard from our point of view. Mm -hmm. And so we want to create mm -hmm. that space for ourselves. And so BIJC, Black and Jewelry Coalition, was formed. Um, and we were very intentional that we wanted to make sure that we included all the different facets of the jewelry industry. Mm -hmm. So myself and Lisette Scott, we are both the designers on, on mm -hmm. the board um, and co-founders. And then um, I can name everyone. Um, my memory is doing me great this morning. Um, Adrian Sonago, um, she's the gemologist on the board. She also is education chair. Um, and then Alyssa, she's VP. Um, Annie Dereska, she is the president of the board, um, and she's just been a phenomenal leader. She's amazing. She's just yeah. really led us in the great direction. Um, Reginald, um, he's been um, a phenomenal force. He works for Signet Jewelers, um, and he's a part of amazing. our nominations chair. And who am I? I hope, oh, Maya has been phenomenal. Um, she's Maya who? Um, Maya Owens. There you go. <laughs> um, she's you know an attorney and mm -hmm. and she was in the jewelry space she now works at amazon but she was really great at really helping us do grant writing and all those phenomenal things um i want to make sure i'm not forgetting oh, nelly 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 yeah. barnett um who works at gia and also is a part of our communications and then lisa um, Garrett has been um, a great secretary and also co-founder. So it's the nine group. of us, and we are a force to be reckoned with. Amazing. Um, yeah. And we're just so grateful to have... I didn't meet anyone prior to that, 
um, first wow. call. So it was really? like, oh, all, we're on these squares on Zoom, and we're like, oh my gosh, where, where do you work, and what do you do? <laughs> and great. it was just really nice to find community. Um, yeah. I think the first experience I had with that was Here We Are, uh-huh. um, because I remember when you first reached out for Here We Are, I had that first like, oh, these are the other designers that I've, some of them I was familiar with, but had an opportunity to really have an introduction. Yeah. Um, so it was really nice to see that um, with BIJC for us to have that environment mm-hmm. created. Yeah, it's so great. You guys are doing such amazing. Thank you're doing you. really work. incredible work. Thank you. You're really so and thankful to have. It's astonishing that it's nine people. Doing it's all nine of that. people, and you know, I feel like we're the Avengers because <laughs> <laughs> it really feels like that. We sometimes should do a photo shoot like that. We yeah. should. Yeah. I'll shoot that. it. Because Wait, who are you? Which one are you? Oh man, I am the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would think of you as. <laughs> I'm the Hulk. That when you think yes. Malia McNaught, you think <laughs> yeah. the Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> and so um, no, because we're so we're so small, but we're so mighty, and I think it's because we all had these um, interesting career paths mm-hmm. that we all came together like a perfect puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm able to speak to the designers, and mm-hmm. Lissette's able mm-hmm. to speak to the, the designers, and so we kind of relate on what we all see mm-hmm. is lacking in the industry. Yeah. And then you take yeah. action, and, and that's then we what take you action. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, we try to yeah. do a lot. We, we try to create so much space and opportunity. And we, we as we build, we see that there's so much more lacking in the industry. So we're trying to join forces with other uh, organizations in other parts of the, the industry to mm-hmm. kind of facilitate room for us. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like you guys should be leading all initiatives to support that BIPOC. You, it's not just supporting black no. designers despite being called Black and Jewelry Coalition. Mm-hmm. Maybe explain that a little bit and I in think, case people are interested. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that's one of the things that I think we're working on this year trying to communicate is that although we're called Black and Jewelry Coalition, our initiatives support um, diversity across the board Mm -hmm. and so we do ask that industries that are looking to um, explore more diverse uh, demographics that they do reach out to us and they do involve us in the conversation because Mm -hmm. again it's important to speak to those that are marginalized to see what our areas are like you can't create these programs and not consult people from that that community of course not so that's the part that I feel like we kind of feel but we're still having difficulty with the industry seeing us as that authority Mm -hmm. and reaching out to us so that's our campaign this year is to really let the industry know we're the person you need to reach out to for BIPOC initiatives for black initiatives Mm -hmm. we are all inclusive just because we're called Black and Jewelry Coalition doesn't mean that we're not going to support another marginalized group so okay well we'll get behind you thank you whatever you need we love that we'll do whatever you guys need I feel like we should have a whole episode with the all kids. the nine women. All, all no, nine we women. We need to buy more mice. Eight, eight women, one one man. Reggie. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah okay. Reggie. Well, yeah. Reggie, maybe we'll Reggie. have like two people. Poor guy. Oh, I do always yes. forget. Him. Yes. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. He's great. No. But um, okay. Can you tell us just mm-hmm. also very quickly mm-hmm. what? Are you guys working on as far as initiatives for 2023 and where can people find out about those things? Oh, absolutely. So um, one of the programs that we've um, been kind of known for is our Together by Design Mm -hmm. um, program. And so that is a competition that allows an emerging black designer to design a ring, an engagement ring for a couple that has an amazing love story. And so the love story is a competition. They write Ah. why, you know, the person that's proposing writes a story about why they want to propose to their loved one. Mm -hmm. 
And then um, we have a judging committee for that. And then we also have judges that pick the designer that designed the ring that best captures that love story. Mm-hmm. And Same. so last so year good. we had a winner. This year we're doing that competition again. We're um, working on um, a stone being donated for that competition. Um, and so we always try to find ways to highlight jewelry and mm-hmm. make it the center yeah. of, of it. Um, if anyone wants to donate a stone who's listening. <gasps> you yes. please, If you are in a position to donate Hello. a stone, yes. please p- donate one bloody stone. Exactly. A Come really on. good big one yeah exactly. a really they big get us one a nice really. all the c's <laughs> exactly all the c's, all the c's. <laughs> yeah. um and so that's one of the initiatives we will be returning um to jck which last year was our oh, first yeah, time that going great. that Amazing. was phenomenal so we will be returning there um and showcasing design emerging designers who will have an opportunity to be in front of buyers who are yeah. willing to you know buy their mm-hmm. their product which is very important um and we are going to continue to do educational um, programming. We're going to continue to um, provide resources, an abundance of resources. And you can find those at blackandjewelry.org. And we will link them for you. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Lizette's coming on. Oh, amazing. Later. Later. Yeah. yeah. Later Rock mom. Rock I know. Mom. We love, we love Lizette. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about you before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. What are some of your goals going forward that, into the future? And what advice do you have? for other jewelers who are in a similar position in their career. Absolutely. So I, this year, am embarking on continuing to expand and grow as a designer. And one of those, one of the ways of I'm doing that is I'll be attending GIA. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be getting my graduate gemologist d- diploma. Wow, that's no small task. I know, and I'm announcing it here first, you all. Wow. wow. That's a lot. So awesome. That's yes. a lot. How long that's does that impressive. take? It's six months. Whoa. Um, and I again, can't. I am always curious, right? So I'm you know, I'm talented in design, but I wanted to be confident in the stones that I'm working with. You know, recently I had the wonderful opportunity to collaborate with Here We Are and Muzo and mm-hmm. Greenwich Street. And I picked... I do, uh, okay, okay. I, oh, yes. Oh my God. How did we get, not talk about that? I know. That? How did we forget to mention that? Uh, d- <laughs> okay, I'm going to get into so pause. much trouble for saying this, but what? her design oh. is the best. Oh, I knew you were Aww. gonna say that. I know. That I'm sorry. Ring, her ring is I'll so post beautiful. That. Yes, we'll post that. Post it. Post yes. the image post that I took. Yes, the il- the, the Alan. Yeah, take post my photo. <laughs> yes, I will. He took yes. all the photos. That yes. ring is gorgeous, and it Thank sold you. out in six seconds. days. Six, six days. days. Six day. Wait, it already. I didn't. It's know. gone. It's yeah. gone. I'm no. making Are another you making one. Another yes, one for it's them? in work. Yeah, you need to make another one. I went to pick out the new stone. Yes. How much money? How much did it sell for? <laughs> it sold for a little under 11000 That's fabulous. Yes. Oh. Good for you, so, babe. Yes. That Good emerald you, was beautiful. Oh. But the ring itself, yeah. the design was so cool. Thank yeah. you. So elegant. Thank so you. So refined. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I loved it. I, um, so yes. I had the pieces lying out on my um, desk, mm-hmm. sort of as they were slowly trickling in from people for mm-hmm. that shoot. And I had another one of my clients uh, who was actually just over for dinner who like poked her head into my office because mm-hmm. she was curious about what was in there because I always have lots of pretty things in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she uh, works for a large commercial jewelry company and she saw your ring mm. and she was like, that one. And I was like, mm. I know, 
Wow. I was like, that's the one. Wow. I know. That's yeah. amazing. So people, people gravitate. immediately. Ah, yeah. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, I love gorgeous. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been exploring these new, you know, gemstones, you know, incorporating them into my work. And so it, it dawned on me, and I've known this for a while, but again, I wanted to make sure that it aligned with where I was in my journey. Mm-hmm. And this year would be the perfect year to go because I've set that foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'll be in there for school for six months. Wow. I'll come out an even better designer because now I'll be able to pick stones even more, you know, with the scientific mm-hmm. backing of, mm-hmm. yeah. of that. Well, come on after you finish and tell us all the things. Absolutely. You can tell us about what that yeah. entails. Yes. Are you doing anything else with me, Zoe? Um, y- yes, we're, I'm also doing a capsule collection. I met with um, oh, Gabby great. recently. Yes, so, <laughs> so I'm designing that as well. Gabby. And it will be centered around that ring. Um, so mm-hmm. I'll... I'm designing two, I'm making two of those rings because it's so popular oh, that cool. I need one okay. that will stay at Greenwich Street. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yes. then I need one that I can create For a that. capsule collection around. Amazing. So it'll be a pendant, an earring. I can't um, wait to see it. And the ring, yeah. It'll be so beautiful, I'm, I'm going to sure. probably reach out to you for photography. Not so. probably. What Not the probably. Fuck is that? I don't even know where yeah. that word came from. <laughs> what the hell? And edit the fuck that out. out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that probably? Jesus. Because I'm, I was going to try to shoot it myself. But no, you're not. On your iPhone. I know. my iPhone. And, you know, be a great student mm. and show you yeah. just how amazing right. I was no, able no, to. No, 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 okay, no, no. all right. Yeah. I'm I not didn't buying sell that. any of this. He teaches you, people, but not that well. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I teach people, but I'm like, but you know, come on. Right. Come no. on. No, I need I need uh, that magic touch on those. Yeah. Pieces. Well, yeah. I'm super excited to see it. And I'm so you. glad yeah. you're doing that. I had a feeling that you would because yes. that I so many people were talking about that particular ring. I knew that that would have to spin into something else. Yeah. So I'm Thank really glad to gorgeous. hear it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So last thing, advice. What do you want to say to other designers yeah. in your position? No pressure. No pressure, but make it really <laughs> bloody good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, my <laughs> advice would be start before you're ready. Um, oh, I love that. Yes, because okay. if I had waited until I was ready, I oh, would, you would never, never do it. I would never, never do, do it. Never do it. Um, yeah, that's because true. everything you need to know will be exposed to you. Like mm-hmm. there were things, there were blind spots that I didn't know I had mm-hmm. until I got into positions where I was operating like a corporation and it was yep. only me. And I'm like, oh, I have to sharpen up on some things in order mm-hmm. to optimize my um where i'm going so i would say start before you're ready um trust your gut Mm -hmm. um your intuition um and design only what you like don't let anyone make you veer off of your creative path make Um, what you love make what you love because Mm -hmm. that that's what people are going to be drawn to like when i designed my my first fine collection I still kept my authentic voice in those pieces and it resonated with people. And so it proved to me that I had something to share. So I think if I had tried to change that, it would not have translated. Um, so that would be my advice is to... Excellent, excellent. I love advice. that. I think yeah. we should call the podcast that. I wrote that down. Mm. We should call it Stop Before You're Ready. Stop Before yeah, You're Ready. Yeah. yeah. I love got that. a name. Yes. We've got a name. Oh, yes. thank God. Thank God. Oh. Thank God. Because otherwise I'd be surprised by something. I know. <laughs> so the naming always works. It's like the pod has to go up and it's like midnight mm. and we don't even talk we're about very organized. Super ah, organized. I love that. But so it's like midnight. It has to go live. Yeah. We don't even talk about a name, and it's whatever the hell I come up with uh, in that like one minute that, of uploading it. Uh, and you know he's sitting there like, oh, yeah, that's literally. It, I'm like, oh, name. good god, why do I always? Why have do to I have to do this? Yes. I know that's what he's never <laughs> talked about it. But I know, I exactly. And then I wake up in the morning and I go, really? 
I, yeah, like, she's like, sapphic yearning? Why is this called that? And I was like, I don't know, because it was midnight was and name. I had to. And he had to come up with an yeah. episode that was not oh. about that. It was not about lesbianism at all. What? But that's what I called it. <laughs> that's what happened. So right, you're um, lucky you gave us a name, because God okay. knows what this what could have been called. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you. We this has been Malia. really informative oh, This has been wonderful. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you amazing. for having me and allowing me space to share my journey, because it's been. A, it feels like it's been a very long road, so it's oh, nice. You're killing it. It's you're just killing the start, it. though. It, it does is just like the beginning. Yeah. It, is, yes. it truly is just the beginning. I mean, for you anybody are. listening to this, nine years in business, something like that, and you're still trudging along, that is the start. You're in a good spot. I can't wait to see. It's where you go. So I can't wait where to see where you're going to be. Thank so you. I, I expect only the best from you. Thank you. I mm-hmm. hope to deliver. Yeah. I yes. will deliver. You will. And, yeah. and by the way, we don't allow you space. You command no, I the command, space. I command mm. That's it. the space. I don't allow anyone to give me anything. I command it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, this has been Rough Cut. Thanks for joining us. I'm JB Jones. I'm Alan Zinich. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. of um, these round circles and then I was like but what if they were flat what if they were disc what if you know I'm not loving it I couldn't help it okay I'm so sorry it's okay what happened because I was texting Andrew about my adverts what did you say? This Wait. is so dumb. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have to tell us. What did he say? I what said to him, I said to him, how do I turn up the volume of my advance? <laughs> <laughs> what is his answer? I can't wait. And he asked me a question. And for some reason, <laughs> my autocorrect. Oh, what did he say? It's so dumb, it's not even funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. I I said I I hear him (laughs) What is wrong with me? I'm so sorry. I love it. I've never done this before. I love it. I said I hear baboofu in my head (laughs) first. And then Andrew says, Baboofu. And that's when I was like how is this going on? <laughs> it's, I told you it's oh not funny. God. It's, no, it's like, so stupid. Oh, it's so it. stupid. <laughs> it just hit me somewhere. <laughs> and I interrupted I my layer. It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 died. I don't know why that made me laugh at all. <laughs> we have never aged on a podcast without consulting Andrew. Uh-huh. Remotely. On, any, oh, on, any, on, anything. <laughs> on anything. Every time he always FaceTimes him. And he's like works at Morgan Stanley. Uh-huh. He's so a VP he at Morgan to, Stanley. Like, oh, okay. Go into another room. Uh-huh. FaceTime me. FaceTime him and help me. about the thing. <laughs> I just, I'm also, oh Alon's always like Focus. That's why this is so funny I know, to me. I'm usually always telling everyone <laughs> right. else, get your shit together, <laughs> stay on the mic. 
And I just, I've never done this before. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, oh my God. It's a new year, new you. New year, new me. Right. Oh my God. Where were you? <laughs> do you remember? Yes, I do. Okay, good.